All right, folks, welcome to Tokyo Citadel Builders Podcast. We are today doing a little bit of a revised show. We will not be doing Bitcoin specific. We'll be doing a Nostra show because we had Nostra Asia here in Tokyo uh, last week. Um, we had a three-day Nostra Palooza with many dignitaries coming in and visiting our fine city here in Tokyo, uh, working on the Nostra protocol, discussing, or discussing, yeah, discussing um, improvements, developments, futures, what's going on. We had visits from uh, online, or not visits, but we had uh, video conference calls from the likes of Fiat Jeff and the ever-notable uh, Edward Snowden. So lots to talk about. Very interesting conference. Uh, Dash will uh, intro it, uh, give us his thoughts, because he was there the entire time. Uh, Mike was out of the country, so he doesn't get to say anything this time. He will be listening, and I will be commenting, because I was kind of in and out. Um, yeah, so no standard Japan stuff, no standard Bitcoin stuff, just a little bit of a Nasta recap here. Dash, give it to me. Thank you, sir. So, yeah, no Japan segment this week, although uh, since Nostrasia was obviously um, here, uh, you know, we, we will be trying to give an insight um, into, into well, we'll be bringing Japan into the discussion as usual. So, um, but yeah, so I thought I could start with just giving a sort of high level overview of Nostrasia for those maybe who weren't following it. Um, and so, and actually, uh, for, for those listeners who are interested, you can still check out the talks and what, uh, et cetera, um, online. Um, so you can definitely get, get caught up to speed. Um, so the event happened uh, from the 1st and the 3rd of November, and it was actually held simultaneously over uh, two locations in Asia. So there was uh, Tokyo where the main event happened, and then there was also a side event in Hong Kong. Um, but Hi Hong Kong was very much a side event. I believe it was essentially just, uh, I think it was under 100 people in a room just sort of watching the sessions over video. Um, whereas uh, in Tokyo, we had um, a fairly large venue um, dedicated to the event for three days. So we were in Shibuya um, at the, let me see if I can remember, I've got it written here, uh, the Bell Sal um, Shibuya first building. It was very, very nice, very nice building, very um, sort of modern and really wide space. We're in the, the, the basement of that building um, and we had the entire space as far as I could tell. Um, and I would say probably attendees, there was, it wasn't, I think maybe there was like a thousand people registered. We didn't get that many, but we definitely got a few hundred um there by my by my estimates so it was you know it was fairly well represented by um a good mix of sort of an international crowd plus the local japanese although ma mainly mainly international um to be to be fair um as Andy, you mentioned we had some you know the headline speakers were uh, sort of the S snowden and jack were the were the main ones um i believe the talk between them that they did the kind of fireside chat where uh, Snowden had dialed in remotely and Jack was on the stage. That was a something like a 40, 40 minute, 45 minute, very candid discussion that they had. Um, very interesting. Um, I believe that went sort of semi-viral uh, as far as I can see, at least on, you know, uh, among, amongst Bitcoiners. So uh, listeners who haven't seen that should definitely at least check that one out. Um, so the event was over three days um, and we had a national holiday in Japan on the Friday. So it was like um, I, I personally took work off for the Wednesday, Thursday. Um, 
and uh, yeah, and there was a you know full full sort of schedule each each of the days, very jam packed with talks. Um, I, I wanted to just you know. Obviously, it's you know, I'm doing my dash, so I'm I'm, I'm going to bring up a lot of negative things. Um, I think, as probably as we as, as we're discussing, uh, this should maybe 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 be critical of some things. But in terms of the the overall event and the organization that went behind it, um, I want to start by saying, it, in my in my opinion, it was it was first class, and especially when you consider that everybody doing this would they're doing it as volunteers, right? So. Um, um, Jack Dorsey had funded the event in terms of he, you know, he paid for the venue, he paid for the food, etc. So it was a, it was free of charge to attend. Um, but the people who are working, such as McShane, who's been on our show, I interviewed him. He's he's at the um, he he's he's involved in the Bitcoin conference. But you know, he he was he was heavily involved in the organization. Um, there was another um, one of the T- Tokyo Citadel who was very much a you know the main guy to organize things locally in japan i'm not going to dox him but um everybody's famous audiophile frenchman um for for those who know who know um he you know he he did a sterling job they all did a sterling job and especially considering this is just they're doing this in their in their spare time in the evenings and weekends and you know the logistics behind this it's not it's not easy right so you've got a few hundred you know people um you know mainly you know bitcoiners with strong opinions right and uh, preferences and, and they had to cater to a lot of different tastes and interests but i, th- I think i think they managed it um it, it, you know it, to be honest it was you would have thought it was a professional event to attend it i mean there was no there was no sense that it was an amateur event it was it was all you know everything pretty much went to schedule um the food was all there when it needed to be there the entertainment was was spot on um and so you, you, i didn't get the sense at all that this was you know run by amateurs um it was run by passionate professionals who just happened to be doing it out of, out of love rather than for, for any sort of profit motive um so that's that's the positive stuff out of the way so i'm ho- ho- hoping we can get into some more you know that the, obviously there's, there'll be some criticism and, and some some whatever some we, we'll, we'll try and bring um nuanced and and, and critical takes i think uh, as we discussed but yeah that was that, that was the sort of overview of the event and i guess um Andy, maybe I'll pass it back to you. Anything, anything I missed? Anything you want to add in terms of the um, the overall structure of the event? No, I think um, it is a a difficult one because conferences are personality based, right? Like I, uh, con- or not con- conferences are like concerts. Some people are, like live and die for these things. Like they really enjoy the crowds. Some people don't. I do not. Um, I had not been to a conference as such like this before but i found myself in a in a similar situation to be like if i go to like some uh the the few times that i've gone to a large concert or something and i'm i'm kind of just sitting there somewhat confused as to what exactly to do um these kind of things are great for networking um if you're building something if you're making something if you're in the industry but if you're just kind of a random dunce attender um, you, you kind of, unless you have a, 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 spe- a specific autistic interest in this thing, it's kind of, um, you just kind of get lost in the sauce. Good to see people, good to, to make some connections, but you know, you don't want to go run around and, um, you know, I, I have no interest in running around and, uh, for example, NVK was there who I've, who I've benefited from greatly. And I find very, um, his, uh, his framing of things very helpful for me as I try and try and learn, but I have no interest in running up to him and be like being gay and, you know, drop into a knee and like, thank you, sir, for your service or something lame. And I also have nothing to really talk about per se. So I, you know, there's cool, there's cool people there, but I have, you know, I have nothing to add to this conversation. So it was one of those things where it's like of nothing that they did wrong or that the conference was bad. It's just, I myself am kind of a cranky bastard and I'm kind of a loner. So conferences are are weird, um, kind of large group events where I don't uh, I'm not entirely sure what to do. But yeah, as you as you said, just to reiterate, the people who put on the thing and did the work had to deal with really irritating, you know, foreigners with stupid opinions. Um, had to deal with the Japanese and their their inability to be flexible uh, for the most part. So coordinating that was a monumental effort so hat tip to all the people who did that you know the, some of us tried to come in and and help out you know it was uh you know some of us uh cleaned out boxes and 
threw shit away, which is always disappointing. <laughs> you know, like we're throwing large amounts of food away, which is always a very fiat thing to do, just be, to be that wasteful. But at the end of the day, what are you going to do? They're not going to take, you know, they wouldn't take the food back and you couldn't do anything with it. Um, they had a number of different uh, events there. They had stuff for kids. They had stuff for uh, people building. They had uh, Bitcoin adjacent stuff. We got a Bitcoin meet, uh, Bitcoin meetup out of it, uh, at least kind of a, a semi-Bitcoin meetup thing with a bunch of people there, which was great. Um, kind of people talking and and bothering Jack about making sure that every POS system that uh, Square uses in the future uh, has has uh, has Lightning capabilities. Um, and then we had uh, you know very uh, that uh, I think I didn't actually see the uh, the uh, cold card. Satslink, whatever that thing is called, where that Noster integrated thing there, but that was, uh, you know, that seems to be a hardware device which might be useful in the future. I don't exactly get what that's supposed to do or why that's important yet, but I'm sure somebody will educate me. But all in all, you know, for if you like conferences, I think this is probably the probably as you said, Dash, probably one of the better ones. If you don't like conferences, well, then nothing a conference is going to do is going to make you very happy. So it's hard for me to base too much on that. Uh, the venue was great. Uh, Amenities were great. I had been to that Bell Cell uh, event before. That's always, a, you know, the, it's kind of a big rectangle room with little offshoots. Um, I had been there for um, for an MMA fight slash Street Fighter video game thing, which was a weird event. But um, there was kind of chaos in there during that thing. This was uh, better prepared, perhaps because at that when I saw when I was at the fight, there was a uh, 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 more people that it was it was uh, a little harder to herd those cats but this one was it was well put together uh space was great um i think should be is a good location you get all the foreigners that can at least access uh things a little bit easier in english um because uh, you do you you do forget when people come over like they are assuming that everybody in the city just speaks english because uh so they get uh in shibuya they're a little bit better off near Nopongi and, 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 and the crossing, things like that, they can run into folks who, generally speaking, will at least have some idea what they're talking about as opposed to shoving them in a different part of the city where, you know, there's less uh, less foreign engagement. So I agree, all in all, um, pretty good. Um, I'm curious uh, what you think about NASA going forward. I think, as I said, uh, or as, uh, as, as I mentioned, Dash is if i'm correct you are the most pro nostr i'm i've become somewhat ambivalent to it and i think mike is uh somewhat down on the whole thing maybe not down but less 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 excited is that right mike you still think nostr is kind of dumb yeah that's right well i don't think it's dumb i <laughs> i just don't feel inspired to commit a lot of effort to it um so i mean it's it's a cool idea and uh if it grows, like if it ever grew to the size of something like Twitter, that would be really cool and I'd be happy to use it. And I would recognize the censorship resistant benefits and that kind of thing that it has. But I just uh, I, I just don't want to dedicate a bunch of time and energy and effort into like being a Nostra hype boy or fanboy or something like that. Yeah, I'm actually curious when we get into it and we don't have to do it right this second, but it, it feels to me like that uh, the whole relay system is somewhat kind of like an it, it, it feels to me like an ETH thing the way that the the whole thing sets up where it's it's permissionless but ultimately it can be um, taken aback. But before we get into uh, criticisms and, and things which uh, pro Nostra people will hate me for, Dash, can you uh, frame us for where you want to go next? Well, well, let's let's start there then. Um, well, well, what, well, a couple of things I just wanted to. Uh, that you that you raised, Andy. So the NVK Sats link you mentioned, um, yes, is is a new hardware device that he I think he had announced prior to the event. But he had a he had a device. He had a couple of devices with him, and he actually demoed them on stage with with Jack Dorsey, if my memory serves me correctly. Um, and and so that was kind of interesting. The takeaway I got from that is that he's. It, and I actually, um, I did the whole fanboy thing, Andy. And <laughs> ran up to him at, yeah, after after the, uh, a, a few of us did. One of us actually, one of our group managed to get a tap signer from him for free. <laughs> so it was, it was, it's worth doing it. It's worth doing it. But bend, bend the knee. Um, but um, but I, I, Very and I gay. asked him, 
<laughs> well, the tub sign is not though. Yeah, <laughs> no, the, not. The, the bending the knee is a little, um, a, a little demeaning. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I asked him about it, and, and apparently he said it uses some kind of like mesh network. It's it's way above my pay grade, but it's something like it. Util, he sent he said it's like it utilizes the Wi-Fi, but it isn't. It isn't. It isn't actually using the Wi-Fi. Uh, as it, as in you know you you would conventionally do it with the you know username password or whatever, it's kind of piggybacking on it to send messages in this kind of mesh network kind of way, and I you know I've been I've been dimly aware of mesh networks. I think Odell has spoken a little bit about this and how you know it's this way that you can kind of do peer to peer communication, um, whereby if you had a certain density of devices in a given area, you could potentially kind of bridge across them to send messages. And so his use case that he brought up, MVK brought up, was, for example, at a protest, um, if, if, you know, if, if people had these devices, they could message back and forth without having to actually use, you know, the conventional, you know, NSA, CIA monitored um, in, internet, right? And so, and, and, and also MVK mentioned the, the downfalls, the pitfalls with uh, smartphone or cellular technology, which it's in MVK's opinion is completely captured from the device to the network level. Um, and in MVK's opinion, a graphene OS, for example, with a pixel, which most Bitcoiners sort of use and, and see as a um, privacy tool, but in, in MVK's uh, opinion, it, it's a LARP and the, the device is absolutely captured. The network what the is hell? Captured. The whole point. I'm sitting here reading shit on on Graphene OX <laughs> and Linux, and it's all worthless. What the fuck? This well, is terrible. Come on. This is this is the all rabbit right. hole, right? This is the rabbit oh, hole. This fine. Is, fine. Yeah, you you spend thousands of hours to do something, and then someone tells you actually, right? Um, you know, you you need to manufacture your own CPUs, or it's all it's all a lot. It's all a waste of time. But yeah, I mean, okay, it's all trade offs, right? And I I, I happen to think Graphene OS is uh, and Pixel is 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 a good start, and it's and it's and it's superior to a, an iPhone or a, definitely a stock Android. And there's there's a whole range of benefits aside from being able to hide your communications from the NSA CIA, which most of us aren't aren't at that level of threat model, right? So, but you know, MBK is an adversarial thinker. So, but the, the device sounds interesting in that in that okay so it's like it's like um it is like a, yeah, it's a communications device it looked like a blackberry but it's just this it's it's just this there's a couple of things is one one as i just said it's that kind of be, being able to communicate in a protest without really without permission and, and surveillance is what number one number two also though he's kind of opening up the I guess it was the API or, or the or the the code itself. I believe is open source, so he's encouraging builders to to get hold of these and play with it and just sort of build an ecosystem on top of it, which is the other kind of exciting thing there, right? Because you don't you just don't know what kind of um, amazing applications are going to come out of the uh, of the you know adversarial mindset sort of tinkerer community um, that that is uh, that is you know uh, well represented amongst bitcoiners so I, you know, I, th- I thought that was interesting that was probably the set the the highlight of um for me of, of the talks behind the the snowden uh, jack one i thought it was very interesting i'll probably buy one of those devices when it comes out um but yeah for the um you, you know for, for 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 the for the framing of where where we should take this i think starting with unless unless mike i don't know if you have any comments like did you follow any of the online stuff um, anything you can talk to there, or should we just focus the discussion on, on Nostra itself, which is probably going to be, you know, you're going to be able to participate more, right? Yeah, yeah you guys just should just keep going. I didn't follow anything else. Okay. Well, let, the, the last thing on the conference, though, is like some of the attendants. I, I think the um, they there there did seem to be. I was under the assumption that Nostra was all just kind of Bitcoin people talking to each other. I was surprised to see that there were a number of gay leftist kind of people there. Um, with social media marketing shit going on, um, which I'm glad to see other people besides Bitcoin Bitcoin is using it. However, like it was, um, it was it was I was unaware that other communities, for for lack of a better, having to use that lame gay word, uh, would were using the thing. Did you know? Was am I mistaken? Was it still 99% Bitcoin people, or was there non-Bitcoin people there? So maybe it's me being an autist or whatever, but I I just block all of that out maybe, and, and so for me it just seemed like ninety nine percent Bitcoiners. I, I I guess I just I just wasn't listening to anyone else. I mean the only other crowd that I noticed was the Japanese crowd, whereby and this 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 was hilarious I thought, but 
so I'm not sure if you saw that, um, Andy, when they were talking about how they use Nostra and their their whole, and it was on day one, um, and I think it was the first session that was done in Japanese, but the whole thing, for me, it seemed like what they were doing is trying to build their own exclusively Japanese social media, right? And so the whole thing they were saying, oh, well, we, we block IPs that are non-Japanese. So we're all connected to a Japanese relay. Um, and foreigners, you know, foreigners essentially can't, can't join, you know, um, and that, and we do air replies and that was that, that was the whole thing. That was the whole talk and for air replies for the benefit of people who don't know. So what, what the Japanese will t typically do because they've ex made, created this exclusive Japanese, um, relay and because not many people are obviously using that relay, they will follow the global feed, um, rather than, um, you know, they're, they're, they're limiting it to their followers and they will just, they will, they will sort of tag on or, or add or sort of comment or allude to posts that they see on the global feed in a kind of, if you guys have ever used, uh, ni, ni channel, if you remember that me, the Japanese message board, which is like the anonymous message board where people just kind of randomly, randomly comment. And then other people just kind of randomly, uh, allude to those and make their own comments. And, um, and, and they, they call those air replies. And so, so it's, it's kind of like the Japanese having their own exclusive relay and, and just having this kind of global conversation, but it's limited to Japanese. If I, if I've done a good job of ex explaining that, but like uh, this, this was celebrated by people, you know, people, Oh, the Japanese, you know, it's, it has an interesting on air reply. So interesting. But for me, I was like, Oh, wow, this is, <laughs> it's the most like, can you, can, like, can you imagine a bunch of, I don't know, like Swedish people were saying, yeah, we limit we limit our to, to Swedish IPs and we don't, we, you know, we don't want foreigners using it. And we're, um, you know, we, and we, we just, we're just creating our own like isolated Swedish, Swedish instance. I, I, I just don't know how that would go down with the, with the crowd if it wasn't the Japanese. And uh, so one of the things I want to get into is how Westerners typically treat Japanese completely different to the rest of the world and how, you know, the expectations and, st and the stereotypes and how they're reinforced and, and how, you know, people aren't, critical of things that are happening in japan but that that was one example for me of like people the, the japanese just announcing something like i thought i thought was rather shocking and you know isolationist and kind of silly and and yet the 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 kind of quote-unquote Amer americans or whatever you know the, the the foreigners who were over visiting just lapped it up they, re they really loved it i, I don't know is it, is it just me or did that did did, we, did you see that talk andy any 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 thoughts on that no, I didn't see it, but as I'm, I'm hearing it, I can hear, I can, I can see Mike in my mind getting excited by this about um, the Citadel walls being built on Nostra. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have to talk to anybody anymore. Yeah, when I was going to say when Dash was bringing this up, I was like, wait, that doesn't actually sound that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Mike is like, oh, let's cut off everything. I want Sakoku again. We can do this shit over the internet this time. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, I, I, it's good to have both, I guess. Like the fact that you can, you could have one that's just totally open, and then you can have some other communities that are more restricted. Uh, like I, I think that's the way it should be. Like n not every, not every community or space should just be totally open. And then, I mean, this this principle kind of works. I, I guess like our our Tokyo Bitcoiner group chat is. Um, I guess it's complete. Technically, it's completely open, but there are definitely s some types of activity that we would not want to occur in that group chat, right? And it would be restricted. Oh, for sure, for sure. But we wouldn't restrict based on like an IP address or something arbitrary like that, right? I, that was the that was the thing for me um, that I thought was kind of silly. I mean, one because it can be circumvented circumvented so easily, and two just because it's just it's it, it yeah it is i mean sakoku is the right word right it's this it's this japanese tendency to think that you know if you if we close ourselves off from the from the rest of the world everything's going to be great but then the problem with that is it's only a matter of time before the black ship comes right because you've just been you've just been isolated in your own little bubble and things have been going happening overseas that you're unaware of and then one day that, that arrives at the shore and sort of shocks you so i don't know that that was a little disappointing for me though they're not entire, entirely surprising if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you can support the show and help us grow by listening on Fountain, a podcast app on iOS or Android. 
You can share your thoughts on this episode or simply say thanks by sending some sets with a comment called a boost. Getting started is easy. You can top up your Fountain wallet with a bank card or any Lightning wallet. You can earn sets by listening on Fountain and being an active member of the community. Visit Fountain.fm to learn more. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it's an interesting subject, though, because there are some types of statements I think that are they would be appropriate to make like if you know that your audience is global the global public or something like that you would uh, it's like more appropriate to say some things and then other times if, if you know it's a chat that's limited to say like Bitcoin users in Tokyo you might say something mm. that you wouldn't otherwise say and not necessarily something that you would want completely hidden but it it just would be more appropriate for that um, environment, you know? Uh, and you always have the risk of like people can come in and like they're watching and they're, they're feds watching and NSA is collecting all our data. And that's, that's happening anyway, but there's still kind of social boundaries that are functioning when you have these limited communities that make things make sense. If, if you follow what I'm saying. Mike wants the whole internet to be 4chan. <laughs> that would you know, probably it, be an upgrade. It makes sense. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. It makes sense. And in, in that sense, Noster is great, right? Because it is permissionless and because it's decentralized, as, as well, to your point, Mike, that you can have both, right? You can have a kind of giant global free-for-all, but at the same time, you can choose which relays you um, subscribe to right and 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 kind of limit the audience that way or, or or do that on the client side or whatever so that potential to cultivate uh, cultivate not cultivate um, curate your own your own experience is probably pr probably fairly unique to Nostra at this point. Yeah, I mean, you guys you guys use Nostra a lot more than I do. So, do you? Um... Have you enjoyed your experience? Ah, uh, um, good. Let me bring compared to Twitter. Or? Let me bring up. This is um. This I think this is uh. This is where I come in, and this is like Peter Todd there, um, who I agree with sometimes, don't agree with others, but um, uh, what did he say? Ah, damn. Uh, hold on. His his uh his remarks on give you bastard. There we are. Um. To he, his opinion, Nostra is a crummy centralized protocol that has nothing to do with Bitcoin beyond its user base and lightning tips. So that's how he he receives it, um, the use of, of Nostra. I'd actually, I'm actually curious. Crummy, I think that's, you know, I, I would say that it's less, it's obviously, it's younger and, and more janky than, um, than Twitter. Um, I don't feel that the experience, uh, the UX or the UI or whatever the right word is, is better than, than Twitter. Um, there's less people on it. There's less, you know, news and less conspiracies for me to lose, you know, waste an hour on, um, centralized. This was my concern with it as well. It does feel like an ETH style protocol that has aspects that are good, like the permissionlessness of it, but I think it's. I think it's pretty easy to see that it would become centralized over time. Um, so I'm somewhat ambivalent as to its long-term success. It lacks number go up technology. Like there's nothing in there that, that, that causes ongoing user um, interaction. You know, Bitcoin can sit there and, and live through two and a half years of down only and nobody's doing anything and boring because everyone's got number go up technology hope in the back of their mind. So that they'll consider to be invested in it. But you don't have that with Noster. So that, I think, is a limiting factor to its growth. It's not 10x better than the Web 2 systems. Now, we can argue about the, the necessity of it because of the censorship um, or permissionlessness of it. Um, being necessary for for protesters and things like that, which I you know I would agree with, um, but yeah, without the 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 uh, the invested user base of uh, the, of number go up and things like that, I don't know that it's going to be able to retain users beyond those very ideologically driven. 
let, let me push back on a couple of those things. So one, yeah, there's no number go up in Nostra. But that, to me, that's an absolute feature, not a bug, because there's no shitcoin associated with it. There is, however, freedom go up, which right now is appreciated by a bunch of, you know, whatever, or for want of a bit of a word, or, you know, crazy autists, whatever, people who are looking out 10 years in the future and seeing where, um, you know, corporate and government surveillance is, is leading us and seeing how the surveillance, the censorship is only getting worse year on year. And if you project that out a number of years, you're in a lot of trouble. And it, obviously it's like the, the frog slowly bo- boiling in the water. A lot more people, I think, are going to wake up to this fact, are waking up to this fact, and will, you know, will be waking up to this fact over the, over this decade. And especially as we go into, you know, tough economic times, in- escalating kinetic warfare, um, ever increasing government control to try and keep control of, of the population while all this chaos is breaking out, you know, definitely some some kind of freedom go up technology is, I think, badly needed by the majority i would i don't know if it's the majority but a significant percentage of the population at least those who you know who are likely to be censored and 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 who who you know would 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 seek a platform which is which is resistant to that and so i think yeah no number go up but we've got freedom go up and i think that isn't quite appreciated by the critical mass maybe now to you know to be to be noticeable to be mentioned in the mainstream media for example but you know, all it's going to take is, I don't know if it's going to be, you know, for want of a better example, but like a Trump or somebody, I know he's built his own social media platform, but um, let's say if that was taken down somehow by whatever AWS or or, or, or whatever centralized service they're relying on on Truth Social to to run that platform. Um, and, and if he were to move over to an Oster, which uh, at that point probably they probably wouldn't call it Nostra, right? Because <clears throat> because it's Trump and with his ego and everything, he he just name he just name it. You know, it would just be the iteration of Truth Social, but they would be using the Nostra protocol. Um, like that that surely is going to happen because I I don't see any alternatives, any genuine competitors to Nostra in terms of decentralized, uh, permissionless nature. Now, to your point about it being tending to centralization, uh, so I, I would agree. I don't I don't think. I don't think, I mean, I would agree that's a major concern. I don't think ETH is the appropriate um, case study, though. I think it's more like Lightning. Um, And I think Lightning, we're also going to see tend towards centralization. And we're kind of seeing that in terms of people using custodial versus non-custodial solutions. Um, You know, we will, I'm sure at some point, see KYC increasing on Lightning especially for if you want to open channels with the major liquidity providers. And, you know, one of the reasons is going to be legislation, but the other is just going to be out of, um, I mean, we saw a few weeks back with the light, the bug in, not the bug in lightning, but the, the kind of flaw in the design of lightning such that people can, can, can steal funds from their channel peers. Um, that's just, I mean, that's just the nature of lightning. And so I, th- I think we, as a result, we will see centralization, but that doesn't mean that, those centralized parties entities can can prevent me from opening a, a lightning channel with the tokyo citadel for example right um so it's uh, in the same way we'll, we'll see with nostra we'll see communities able to quickly spin up relays to per- permissionlessly um you know have their own communities be, be able to communicate and and yeah maybe, maybe they won't get the mainstream platform um and, and reach um, but, but they can, you know, they, they, they can at least maintain their own little corner of the internet. Um, so I, yeah, I, I guess just, just pushing back on those two points and, and, and that for me makes me, me bullish on, I mean, I'm probably out of the three of us, the most bullish on Oster. I just see it as another, it's, it's just freedom tech, right? So it's, I mean, it's just, whereas Bitcoin gives us the ability to, uh, store our, wealth store 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 our purchasing power in a you know a permissionless decentralized um censor and seizure resistant way nostra gives us this ability to maintain our communities and, and communication between our communities in, in in a similar way right decentralized permissionless uh, uh sense sense censor and seizure resistant way um and so when you combine those two you get you get to a point where you can actually start seeing a circular economy emerge and maybe it's just people shit posting memes and me zapping them and and, and, and what have you but that is something that the you know it's exciting because the government can't control the government can't shut it down um and it, and it is the beginning of a kind of you know it's, it's like the promise of web 3 but it's actually happening 
uh, you know, with with these with these free and open source protocols, with Bitcoin as the base layer, um, and and so yeah, I mean that, that that's what makes me bullish about Nostra. I, I I will go on probably a rant in a few minutes about what I what I don't like, which is more about the Nostra community or the way Nostra is trying to promote itself right now. But I don't know those those are the, the, those are the points that make me bullish about Nostra. Any any thoughts on those? Well, it's got the um the uh, privacy issues, right? So Freedom Tech, I mean, I know you're a big privacy guy, so that, that's got to worry you somewhat. Um, you've got pseudonymity, but not not any privacy controls. So I think that for, for Freedom Tech as such, that's usually one of you, uh, one of that, that crew's biggest concerns. So I think that needs to be addressed. Also, your, uh, your main developer uh, hates you all, which, uh, but speaking of, uh, you know, as, quick flashback to the, to the conference itself that that conference call with uh, fiat jaff was fantastic he just this is the most miserable cranky bastard i've ever heard in my life Noster, he made this damn thing and he's like Noster sucks you suck jack you suck nvk everybody who uses it sucks i hope you all die that was the 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 essence of his uh of his uh contribution during the conference call so uh if he's not bullish i don't know, I don't know what the rest of y'all are gonna do Again, I'm going to say feature not a bug. I mean, I, I that's that's exactly that's exactly what I want to hear from the main. Like it's like when Bitcoin Core moved from uh, their versioning from zero point to you know, I don't remember it was like zero point one nine or something, and then they moved to nineteen or whatever. Like to me, that was just arrogance. Like I'm the kind of guy that when you know when the sports team wins the Super Bowl or whatever, whatever your teams win the Super Bowl, and then like the Bill Bill Belichick, like look, this is day one of preseason. Like don't 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 really we're not going to celebrate we're back to zero now right we need to we need to you know we need to keep focused on on what's important here and i I feel like that kind of attitude that kind of not not patting yourself on the back pointing out the faults pointing out all the work that still still needs to be done like that that is that is important that's probably what sets the bitcoin community apart from from the shitcoin is or one of the many things in my opinion yeah, I think you know, like I said, I'm not entirely against. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not anti the thing. It's just I, I'm, I'm not sure that it yet deserves the uh, the praise, perhaps that it's getting, or the that the, its inclusion in the uh, the pantheon of freedom tech, as you put it, uh, uh, mm. tools. I just don't know well, that it's there yet. To just to bring back up the criticism you launched earlier about how you don't think the um, at the end of the day the motivation to um, build Nostra up will ever match uh, the same for Bitcoin because of the financial incentive. I still think that that's kind of a valid point, and I, I would be skeptical of Nostra for the same reason because I mean there are ideological believers both for Bitcoin and Nostra, and like they would overlap probably for for most people but with bitcoin there really is that financial motivation at the end of the day where it's both like it's both a bribe and a threat where it's like a lot of a lot of bitcoiners have this um their life savings and their retirement all invested in bitcoin so it's like it has to pan out and they'll be willing to put in a lot of struggle and like shameless struggle and effort and hype around Bitcoin um, that it, and the fact that they are ideologically in line with the vision that Bitcoin offers probably helps, but I don't think it's as powerful a motivator as um, the financial incentive. And so if you don't have that with Nostra, I mean, how many, how, how deeply committed is the average Nostra user to the, the vision of Nostra to the point where you'd be willing to go through these like long multi-year bear periods. Like it, it makes perfect sense why people do in Bitcoin. It's like sunken cost fallacy, like, or like the way that the third party observer would view it is like, Oh yeah. Like someone will be willing to double down with, because of the sunken cost fallacy. Right. But that doesn't exactly exist with Nostra. Maybe it does like in terms of your reputation or something, but I, I just don't see it panning out the same way. With something like Nostra, not saying it won't work, but Bitcoin kind of just does have that incentive that doesn't really exist in other projects like this. 
See, I'd, I'd push back on that, on, on, but I'd use exactly your same reasoning, Mike, because I think some of the biggest proponents of Nostra and the people who are going to really push it, push it forward are going, are going to be Bitcoiners. And, and if you look at, if you, it's already happening, right, with um, OpenSats um, and uh, 1031, the organizations that Odell is involved with and, and MVK, et cetera, those guys, I think, see Nostra they they think that most of the world is going to get their first their first sats from Nostra. That's the vision, right? And so the vision is that people are going to use Nostra. They're going to post content. They're going to get zaps, and that's the first Bitcoin they're going they're going to earn. And that is where the 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 Bitcoin as native money on the internet really emerges. That that's the strongest use case. That's what that's what's going to drive circular economy and adoption and bitcoin is the native money on the internet so it's exactly like it's the promise of web3 the bullshit promise but 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 in reality the web3 vcs are just trying to get rich on some shitcoin token it's that promise but it's actually being delivered with nostra and bitcoin and i think the really far reaching bitcoiners who uh, to your point mike are incentivized to pump their bags right we're not i mean yeah okay there's, there's there's the added benefit that it's um you know it's free freedom uh, technology and pr- protecting freedom of speech and and that is a that is a motivator too but if this if the if nosta is successful that's going to help the success of bitcoin that's going to pump bitcoin's bags and there's your financial incentive so that man that that's that's the way i see it do you do you think that if that ever happened with nostra where people started using it more and uh they liked the like streaming sats and the bitcoin incentives that it offered like people like your your tweet or whatever and you get sats for it um don't you how do you think that would pan out when it comes to the centralized social medias um they would i'm sure try to compete with that right and probably try to integrate bitcoin as well i mean i guess that would be a good thing from from our perspective assuming that they allow uh withdrawals and no yeah, they never they never will, right? So, the, 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 so that that that's that's the advantage. That's the advantage Nosta has. It's this permissionless nature fr- and the frictionless nature, which will mean micropayments can be supported. And then you've got like six billion people in the quote unquote global south who could potentially just eat, you know, in a permissionless way without needing government ID. They just connect to this thing. They just they just generate a public private key pair, connect to Nostra, and they start earning Sats, which for them is real money. Um, and, 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 and you're good to go. You're at the races, right? Whereas a Twitter is going to, they're going to need your driver's license. I mean, so, so how, how are 6 billion people in the global South going to connect into the Twitter economy, right? With, with, without paying $8 a month to Elon and, and having a, and having a driver's license, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, that's an interesting, um, scenario i guess do you think that nostra is ever going to keep up in terms of design and like the kind of like the ui and the sleekness and the features that it has that it can offer compared to something like twitter probably I'm, I'm sure and this, it, was, this was probably the topic of discussion for a lot of these uh, presentations at the conference i'm guessing it was you had some sort of i don't know if they were vc backed but you had you had these kind of marketing types who were at the conference and they were you know talking very excitedly about things i didn't but i mean probably you will you will have these curated you know um experiences which are just plugging into the nostra protocol but you just have, we just have to remember that nostra is a protocol right and so you know, on one hand yeah i'm sure you will get like a twitter not only a twitter like experience but a twitter like company like a company like a profit motivated company who want to have people use this and they want to probably exploit those people just the same as twitter do with even advertising and uh, whatever they're just they're just there to make money and 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 to do that they will make the experience as pleasant as possible but the great thing about nostra is like you don't need to use that client if you don't want to and so for people like me who you know i i tend to choose other things over convenience and nice ui right like i'm a linux user or whatever it's i'm, I'm that kind of person but i, I recognize that most of, most of the world isn't well there'll be choices there'll be choices if you want to if you want to have the well curated like experience where you're just like a a cattle on a farm you know, um, you, you can have that, but if you, and if you want to be free and have a little bit of a rougher experience, you can have that too. I, that, I mean, that's what I think the power of Nostra is the fact that it is a protocol and it's not, it's not just one application or, or one company. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's fair enough. And what, um, so there's the clients, right? And then it's called the relays, right? They're the like kind of the servers that relay the the messages and flood the network with them. Is that how it works? Yeah. Is there so what's the threat model, um, when with respect to those? So you connect to relays typically over ClearNet, as of today. Um, there is there is some work on like Tor. And is it I, IPT? I forget the other, they talk, the, the, you know, the other privacy preserving, um, connection protocol, but that, so, so that's, that's what that's your, your docs in your IP today. Um, and also like direct messages are, are an absolute shit show on Nosta, uh, really hacky. You leak so much metadata. So for example, if Mike, if I take your public key, which obviously any, anybody can get that right. Um, and I, I log in with your public key. Obviously, I can't, um, you know, post because I don't have your private key. But I can, I can, uh, I can see who you're following. Um, but also, I can see wh- whom you've been messaging, right? So I can actually see. I can go into your DMs, and it'll tell me, okay, Mike's been messaging, you know, Fia Jeff. Wow, I wonder what they've been talking about. Um, like, there's no, there's no way to hide that kind of information right now. So there's, there's a lot, you know, that that would be a big problem with Nostra right now. Now, again, that there's plans to address that. And I, I, so we, I had Evgeny from SimpleX on the show, did, did an interview with him a few months back, but I believe he is, you know, in talks with some in the Nostra community about potential ways to kind of integrate since like the SimpleX idea with Nostra. Because the thing is, Sim, SimpleX is kind of similar in, in terms of it, it uses relays. So conceptually, it's in alignment. Now, it's 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 very different in how it implements that, and it's far more intelligent and far more privacy pre- preserving. Um, I, I would argue SimpleX is 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 the most superior, most private means to message and communicate on the internet right now. Um, and so, if you if you could incorporate some of that into you know the Nostra protocol, or if you just you know had ex- had experiences which 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 combine the two. Well, I, that that would be a massive privacy enhancement. So th- these this is a lot of low hanging fruit. There's a lot of problems, a lot of low hanging fruit. But it, there is there are, you know, kind of ideas and and and, and things in motion to that will hopefully address these. So when it comes to like funding all of this, because you're you're basically saying that a lot of these big Bitcoin proponents have a financial incentive to motivate mm. the sp- right. or spread and grow the Nostra network. Um, I, did Jack talk about that? Like, is Jack planning to start funding this kind of development? And like, how's that going to compare to, I assume he's still doing, um, contributing to open source Bitcoin development and all that. I haven't really followed what he's been up to lately. Yeah. So he, he, he contributed a significant sum to open sats is my understanding. And open sats has, I believe I might be wrong about this, but I believe they have a stated goal now of funding. I think it's like 50% Bitcoin and 50% Nostra. It, you know that that and and so that's how important OpenSats sees Nostra, and then oh, so OpenSats is of course Odell, like Odell is behind that. I think MBK, um, GG, if I pronounce that right, Gigi, whatever he's called, um, like those guys, like those hardcore Bitcoiners, privacy focused, far-reaching guys. You know, um, I you know, I I mean, I consider I. I think Odell is right about pretty much ninety nine percent of everything he says. I think I think you know, very high signal guy. But I mean, and and he he is saying these things about Nostra. Um, it's, it's part of the reason I'm I'm also taking it so seriously. And yeah, I to your point, I think these guys are absolutely they've got, they they've got big bags, but they and they they see Nostra as as a killer application of Bitcoin. They see that this is the way. This is like the orange pill goes down with the purple pill that's 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 the meme right the the purple pill makes the orange pill go down easily like as soon as you've got people on nosta then now now i can start earning sats now i'm a bag holder maybe i've only got a thousand sats but i'm i'm a bag holder i'm, I'm invested i'm you know um i'm in line i'm in line in alignment with bitcoin success and you spread that across you know six billion in the global south right that that's that's the way they're thinking well okay didn't this kind of happen with El Salvador like whatever happened with El Salvador where everybody was supposed to collect $50 worth of Bitcoin you would have thought that that incentivized everybody is everybody a a hardcore Bitcoiner 
in El Salvador now. I mean, I actually haven't caught, uh, kept up with anything that's going on over there um, lately, but that no, Bukele is be... just shooting bad people now. They're not worried about Bitcoin at the moment. He's just shooting criminals. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 every time I see anything about him, I just see that the, it, it's the political stuff. And he's like kind of cleaning up the streets. You don't really hear much about the Bitcoin news. Yeah, I haven't really followed that. I don't, I don't know, Andy, if you've been following that more than well, me. Well, but... yeah, that was a joke. No, I mean, at the moment, I mean, there, uh, all the Bitcoin news is actually getting... Um, overshadowed by the fact that i think because of the bitcoin stuff and the economic stuff that he's doing and the political stuff and the, and all the crime stuff it's like their bonds are going through like everything they're they're on the rise and every you know all the, the all the uh, really lame uh press is having to say well actually their bonds are doing pretty well blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> so um uh the they're they're not mentioning bitcoin by name but it's obvious like the, the the total package driven by the the economic incentives um, are working in El Salvador's favor. So they haven't yet said yes, Bitcoin is great because. But he, I mean, as far as I know, he's still doing that buying one Bitcoin a day thing, and soon he'll be um, uh, looking even better. Vindicated. As soon as Bitcoin cracks forty two or whatever whatever the hell his number is, he turns into a Michael Saylor thing where he's just you know. He's got uh, paper gains up the wazoo. Yeah, well, I think Sailor's already sitting on those. He's finally back in the green, right? Yeah, he's been well, for a actually, while now. If Bukele's Sailor's, I think. Every... Say what? I was sorry. I was just going to say. I think Sailor's uh, average buy price is twenty nine. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, if Bukele's just been DCAing one per day, I I would assume that he's above his average buy in price now. Just a humble one a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. Like I said, I uh, I don't know that he's. Uh, they've commented on that, or it, it it it's known. But I mean, the because uh, he got in. Unfortunately, he did that. He was he made his uh, buy. <laughs> to, uh, he did the the conference thing, and they, and everyone was like, short that shit to Hades, <laughs> and uh, just to screw this guy. Um, so he's uh, he's got to he's got to wait till the next uh, the the next full bull run. I think that to. to to fully be vindicated as mike said but um yeah he's got to be doing at least a little bit or now and it doesn't even matter because the bonds are going up and his, co- his country's going up we got the lowest um uh murder rate in the americas um you know and he can go on tv and be like philadelphia sucks chicago sucks san juan <laughs> is awesome yeah i mean i'd rather go to san salvador or one of these cities there than an american city at this point most american cities i'd say but uh, yeah, I guess that I guess that's the big question, right? Is like because that that was a place where people were relatively poor, right? And uh, before all this stuff started, and then Bukele just offered everybody fifty bucks of Bitcoin. He hyped Bitcoin up, pumped Bitcoin to everybody, right? And um, so now I, that's what I would be curious: is the general population in El Salvador not the not the people who like moved over there, like Max Kaiser or something, but in his inner circle, but like the actual local people who have been living there forever. Um, are they, I, are they really into Bitcoin now? Cause I guess that I, would be the, the test to see if some, if um, spreading something like Nostra would have the same effect. So I, th- I think it's different, Mike. And I think the answer to your question is no, they're not. They just sold the Bitcoin for dollars pretty much, you know, 90% of the, I, I don't have the exact number, but the majority of the people just went straight into dollars. But the, so the, the difference with Nostra is it's the micro payment angle where if you spin up a account, you know, just permissionlessly, costlessly generate a public private key pair, you know, connect into this network and then you get your first SAP, which is maybe it's, you know, 21 SATs, like you're not going to be converting that to dollars, right? But it's just like, oh, that's in, it's, it's just a mindset shift. Um, and now you've got these, these SATs and you're like, okay, this, that was kind of, that was kind of fun. And it's, and it's a different thing. It's not, it's not an investment. It's not like, oh, how many dollars is this worth? It's just like, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting these sats for posting. And then that incentivizes more posting. And then the people who are good at it, then you're like, okay, well, this, that's interesting. Now I've got 50,000 sats. What can I do with that? Well, I could take it out for 
dollars or i could you know maybe there's a restaurant in the in the local village i can just go and buy some food with it right um or maybe i use that fifty thousand sats and i go and use one of these data vending machines which is another exciting development on nostra and i don't fully understand i can't like explain uh fully or everything uh technical uh, i might be getting this wrong but for me one like one use case that I use. So there's there's a there's an image generating uh, like an AI. What do you call it? Like a stable diffusion like uh, Nostra client. Uh, and if you DM it um, a prompt, it will generate an image for you. And that costs something like I think something like ten sats an image or something like that. So I, for example, for our um, you know Tokyo Citadel, some of the event. Um, stuff that we've been doing on meetup.com some of the images there i've been i just generate using nostr i just dm this thing pay 10 sats get an image you know and and i'm off to the races so you know once you start getting this kind of circular economy emerge you you, you never you don't actually need to you, you wouldn't you wouldn't think to move your sats out right because it's like oh well maybe i want to zap people for their content maybe i want to get these images you know i'm sure there's other ai generative ai like use cases which which could emerge um, and I, w- I would definitely use like a, a chat GPT over Nostra if I could, and I'd just pay t- ten, 10 sats a prompt or something. I, as far as I know, I haven't seen anything like that yet, but if something like that existed, I'd be really interested in it because I don't want to give my credit card to Sa- Sam Altman and, and OpenAI. So, and, and, and if I'm in the global South, I can't afford to, right? So this, this again, this kind of, and I think this is probably behind Jack Dorsey's interest in it as well, because it kind of democratizes all of this access to all of this technology, potentially to the global South, right? Which I know he's very interested in. He's very focused on Africa, et cetera. So, well, democracy um, is gay. So Mike and I are going to be against it entirely. Well, but it's not democracy. Well, okay. Don't What's a better word? I mean, just, it, no, it, it just grow with it. Yeah. <laughs> it just it, it it opened like like the economy you know and we benefited from it so we don't really you know i whatever um you don't really see it right but it's like we, the economy right uh, in the in the world right now is pretty limited to the people with access and people with access is you know it's like a billion people or whatever right but so once you start bringing in this uh the 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 talents the created creativity and um of six billion people potentially, obviously it's not going to be all of them, but a, but a percentage of them, into that, into the creator economy, into the you know uh, de- developer ecosystem, etc. All, all of this stuff, you can expect potentially um, a step change in in um, you know uh, productivity potentially and and and, and economic growth, etc. So it is it is it is exciting on a number of fronts but without without something like nostra it just can't happen in my opinion uh, and i think that's why the likes of dorsey are so excited about nostra um i so i i thought i know i know we're a bit pressed for time here one thing i did want to get into is just to bring a bit of a bring it back to a bit of more of a japan perspective if you guys are okay with that well i was um, going to say like i think you have, i think this actually will probably go on for a little while i mean i'm i'm fine to do a quick one but i think uh, if you want to do it, you know, we can do a whole Japan segment on this because I think there's a lot to, mm. to dive in here. Okay. Um, okay. Just cause, uh, on our next get together, because I think that this is actually pretty, pretty expansive conversation, which uh, a lot of uh, especially be- I know between you and I, there's a big difference. And then mm. I imagine Mike is, uh, as well. Well, OK, so I let, let's do that then. But, but so to continue this conversation, then, Andy, so I do. Do you do you have any pushback then on, on the points I've I've raised about? Um, Bitcoiners being big bag holders being incentivized to to make Nostra a success. Like, do you, do you do you see it differently? I do. I don't think that they care. Um, there's just there's there's not unless I'm unless I'm missing it. Your average big bag holder doesn't give a rat's ass if somebody in uh, Namibia gets 400 sats for something um i think what it you know the the difficulty is is that unfortunately greed and selfishness being what it is they care about their bags and i don't know that this incentive i mean i don't know that having some dude in cambodia that can now access 2000 sats for some reason via via uh zaps is that enticing to them? I don't think it moves the needle that much. I also think that's why you don't see shitcoiners on uh, um, Nostra yet, right? Because they don't have, there isn't that financial um, 
incentive because there's enough of these scumbags floating around there. If there was enough to, to push that, they'd be there already because they're looking. I mean, they, they know this thing exists. And if there was a financial angle to it that they could exploit for their own benefit, you know, damn sure they would be. Now, if they start coming out and start using it, then my then my opinion will change because then, then they will have unlocked something that would provide enough. They would have found something that would provide enough financial incentive to make a difference. But until I see scumbags and your 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 normal crew of morons coming in here looking to screw people over, I remain somewhat bearish on on it being that big of a deal to the, at least the financial incentive. Like I said, it's not a bad thing uh, that they have access to this. Like Wave Lake, I, I think is great, and um, some of the other things that you can use to. Um, uh, uh, fountain here, which we, we promote the value for value thing. It's just it's hard to see that value for value, at least in the the current iteration of it, really moves the needle financially to incentivize big bag holders of, of uh, Bitcoin holders. I I don't know, man. Like, I, so another another personal anecdote, but I I actually was on a, a panel at Nostrasia on day two. Um, and it was it was a panel about Bitcoin and Nostra in Japan, um, and I, I did that with T two and uh, and Tedical, and um, we were actually, we actually went on before Jack and and Snowden, and, and our talk was cut short to accommodate Snowden's schedule, I assume, which I you know was a bit a bit disappointing, but um, and uh, we we we, <laughs> we had intended to use it as an orange pill opportunity. We'd we'd done these very very Japanese like pre you know um, we 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 had a couple of uh, me- meetings I guess where we were just you know discussing what we were going to talk about and we we had all these nuanced and uh, ideas and what what have you and I I just got up there I was a little nervous I ended up just rant, ranting about the central banks so um, I'm not I'm not I'm not sure how that went down I um. I, I heard that the feedback wasn't that great <laughs> amongst amongst the Japanese nostriches, but but whatever. One thing one thing that was interesting is as as I got off the stage, I think it was within within like a minute or something like that. I got this random zap over Nosta. Uh, some some Japanese guy just gave me like a a bunch of sats, like a, a reason, like quite a, quite a reasonable amount. And he's just like, oh, you know, it's got or whatever for the for the talk. And I was just like, like that kind of thing is to me is, is mind blowing that you can just permissionlessly just like, okay, yeah, nice talk, but here's here's a couple of books, like that, you know. I, I just I, you, we haven't we haven't just we haven't been able to do like that. You wouldn't you wouldn't have been able to do that, um, um, up and, up until now. And it, it, it's for me, it's as mind blowing as I don't know if you guys remember when the Lightning Network was first out and people were doing things like. They'd go on Twitter and they'd be like, "Oh, can you buy me a beer?" And it would be like some dude in Australia in a bar that accept lightning, and then some dude in like Boston maybe would would pay the guy's drink in real time over Twitter by paying a QR code and just seeing that kind of thing. And you're like, "Oh my god, this thing's going to be huge." I, I I just get the same feeling with Nosta in that now now you know it's it's you know, your entire social network, you can just send this value just permissionless, just instantly, just without thinking about it. Just like it could be, te- it could be two cents. It could be, it could be 200 bucks. I, you know, I, I, you know, I paid people for coffee over Nostra. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Like it's just going to open up so many use cases. And I, and I, I, and I think that's what the, um, I think that's what the Bitcoin is that like the, the, the likes of open sats are getting excited about. I think that's, that's, that's maybe what you guys are missing or I'm missing something and in, in, in that it's not, you know, this isn't going to be as big as I think it is, but I, I think it's going to be huge. Well, I mean, there's a part of me that, I mean, the part of me, I, I'm a hundred, this is one of those weird situations, which I'm a hundred percent behind you. And I hope the damn thing does do all of this wonderful stuff. I just have a hard, I, I'm just not a true believer yet. Um, I hope to be proven wrong. I, you know, I certainly wouldn't complain if this thing, uh, comes in and revolutionizes revolution talking today revolutionizes the um the landscape and and makes all this much uh much more conducive to lifestyles and and thought processes that that the three of us overlap on so you know i'm certainly rooting for you it's just i'm not overly sold yet 
All right, gentlemen, as we start to wind down, last thoughts, good discussion. Look, actually, I'm really looking forward to I know what you wanted to talk about with the with the Japan. I'm looking forward to the next Japan segment because then we can really fight each other because you're entirely wrong on this dash. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I will have backup with Mike on this one. I'm entirely certain about that. Uh, but any last words from Mike or Dash on this? Mike, have you got anything? I've, I've got a couple. Um, no, I don't really have anything to add. I, I would say that um, I'd wrap it up with just saying that I agree with what Andy just said. Like, I have nothing against Nostra. It would be cool to see it um, continue to grow and uh, succeed. And um, I can I can see the same vision that Dash is painting for us. And uh, I see it as a possibility. And if it were to come to fruition, it would be a good thing. But I, uh, I wouldn't like bet on it, and uh, I, I hope it happens. But I, I, I don't know if it will. I'll just leave it at that. Cool. Well, I, I'll, I'll just close it off saying, you know, overall great event. Uh, many thanks to the organizer, organizers behind it. Many thanks to Jack for funding it. Um, really, really enjoyed it overall. Um, I, I will say though, I've got a, I've got a new conspiracy theory, guys, coming out out of this event. I just wanted to share with you at the end here, but I, I have a feeling that Koji at Diamond Hands is watching us and he's copying what what we're doing. Um, and I have a couple of pieces of evidence to uh, to, to back this up. So what, one thing is that at the what, at the Australasia, one of the side events, uh, Koji put on a um, a Diamond Hands a sort of international mixer. And I saw, I didn't actually, unfortunately, I couldn't attend the event, but I saw that he was selling things in sats. They, like he'd, he'd had this plan to sell like Japanese style um, food and beverages to the um, to the foreign guests in in sats. And and we had done that like two weeks before at the Honey Badger Honey Badger Ruba. And you and you might and you might say, well, that's you know big big deal. I mean, obviously, it's uh, he's trying to promote Lightning. Is uh, he's the largest um, you know li- Lightning um group in tokyo of course he's doing that but the the other piece of evidence i have is uh, <laughs> so andy had put together with um is, uh, what's his name man like tweaks is it Am yep. I, man like yeah. quick man like quick sorry um a an excellent um um african rap um sort of thing with the tokyo citadel um a few a few weeks back and i remember you posting that in the in the citadel chat andy which i know koji's part of and then I was listening to Koji's uh, Bitcoin Hansei Kai. Uh, I think it was released like a couple of days after that. And he actually, I'm not joking, he had an African rap in his. <laughs> Koji, you rat bastard, I'm coming for you. <laughs> he had You're an mine. intro. He had an intro to his show, so so that's my my latest conspiracy is Diamond Hands is is uh, is is copying the work of the Tokyo Citadel. But I, but if that's the case, I I take it as a great compliment, and because Koji's a he's a real one, and he's doing he's doing some great work out here as well. So uh, you love to see it. But I'll, I'll definitely be looking for any any third example of this uh, stealing of our ideas. Well, Dash might like it, but Koji, hear me now. I'm coming for your ass, boy. Don't don't copy me no more. I'm on you. <laughs> I hear you. Don't, I'm coming, we're not, no, there'll be no Citadel and crappy Koenji, it's going to be in Shinjuku or some other place where people can get to that's not in the middle of nowhere. So, yes, thank you, Dash, thank you, Mike. That is all for us today, looking forward to the next one. Gentlemen, see you next time. And we thank you for listening to us today. You can find us on Twitter and Noster at Tokyo Citadel. You can find us on our main site, tokyocitadel.com, and... Please check out our guests that, that you heard today. Support us on the Fountain app with a thousand sat boost or head on over to the site and hit us up with some love over there. Building sovereignty, privacy, and hope into the Tokyo Citadel. See you next time.